So, okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Psychic Wives podcast. I am Psychic Wife Jerry Caravan. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Kathy Rumsey. So, yeah, we're laughing because, you know, we say this every week that it's kind of just us having a conversation. We sometimes forget that anybody is here or listening, which I guess is a good thing um, that we all love to talk so much. Um, and if you're podcasting, I guess that's a good thing. Anyway, so today's episode, we are going to be talking about using intuitives as coaches and what to look for in a psychic or intuitive or whatever. Kathy had shared a great article with us. I think it was from the New York Times, Kathy, I think. from the New York Times. Um, And it was all about how this is kind of like a new trend. Um, You know, we've all heard of life coaches and there's a, you know, when you go to a life coach, I think there's like this set, set sheets and forms that you fill out and you, you know, whatever. And the coach, if you say this, you say this. If you say this, the coach say this. I don't really know that for sure, but I was looking into one of those certification kind of programs once and um, it, it felt like that. But I think a lot of people are now kind of starting to move towards using as psychics or intuitives as these life coaches. Um, and we each offer that as a service, you know, whatever we call it, you know, coaching or, or, or whatever. And we do it intuitively. Um, and it's really kind of a, a I like the trend. I think it's a really cool trend. And one of the things we were discussing before is it's a really cool trend because at least the way we do it, it's not about fixing you. It's not about you have to do this, like goals and write things, whatever. It's about us um, tapping into you and giving you information that you can use to help heal yourself and move yourself forward. Would you guys say that's a fair way to kind of describe it or add to that? I think that, you know, we are able to see um, by tapping into somebody intuitively, if something's blocking them, sort of what's getting in their way of them making a decision or a life change or, um, you know, working through an issue that they may have. Um, So it's just, I I think it's very helpful to to see um, something from the inside out to figure out where it's coming from. Yeah. And that's a really good point because I think we, when we're doing that, we tap in, we see these things and we can offer that information up to the client. And a lot of times the client's like, Oh my God, I didn't even know I had that core belief of not being good enough or whatever it is. Kathy, what were you going to say? Yeah, it's funny. So years ago I had, I utilized a life coach who did not refer to herself as an intuitive life coach, but she was definitely intuitive. And she would be able to say like, okay, you've got something coming up here. Um, And so what I always say when people ask me like, what is intuitive coaching? I always say it's like life coaching, but we can see when your shit comes up. And and But to your point, Jerry, uh, we've discussed this in the past. Even though we can see see your stuff come up. It's not like we see the specific, like, oh, like specific details or see you like remote viewing. So I, I would, I would hesitate to let people think that that's how it works because I would be really reticent to. (laughs) Yeah. Like in other words, we're not saying, oh, yesterday when you went to the mailbox, you received a letter that said, yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. But, um, 
what's what I think is really neat is that so this is becoming a, a trend. I think they're, you know, it's wellness coaching um, is the the trendy name. Um, but there are a lot of people who are doing this and they they don't even realize how much of the intuitive pieces they're using. And and just like um last week when we had Tim on about the medical intuitive stuff, you know, even when he was working as a PA, his intuition his intuition was coming in and helping him in his everyday job. And there are a yeah. lot of, you know, typical life coaches or whatever who use their intuition, but then, right, the wellness coaching where it's like, oh, my strong suit is my intuition. And then I have the coaching aspect as well. Yeah. Is, is cool. Right. And I, and I like the, um, when we, when I had said that before or something you said before, it reminded me of when, when, um, Kathy and I actually studied under Dr. Brian Weiss, we've met that, mentioned that before with past life regression therapy. And one of the things that he taught us was when you discover or are led to or shown these blocks, for lack of a better word, or core beliefs that, that are leading you down the wrong path, the, just the fact that you are made aware of them is enough to start the shift to wellness. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe because like now you're aware of, of a trigger or now you're aware of how you react to a certain trigger so that when it happens again, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing it again. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that again. And you and you see, <clears throat> excuse me, where it comes from. So you're able to almost pivot away from that like oh okay i know that's from that silly limiting core belief or block or whatever that came up and now i know you know what that's not true and i can figure out how to move away from that i don't know if i'm making myself clear yeah, there. No, that, I, actually, I have an example of that of, of a um intuitive coaching session I, I did quite a while ago and it was somebody who was trying to retire retirement eligible but very fearful of retirement um, like sort of fear of the unknown kind of thing. And when we did the coaching session, um, I brought in his guides and uh, they showed me a picture of him as a child. And I could tell sort of the age around this picture that I had. Um, and he looked at what happened and he had some family dynamics shifting at that time. So it was a, a belief or a fear of not being safe, not having enough, not being enough. It was sort of all of that was wrapped around it. And, and that was what held him back from making the decision of retiring was this fear that wasn't based in reality. It was reality, you know, 45 years, whatever, however old he was, you know, 50 years ago. Um, and just the knowledge of that, because everything was in place. He was okay financially. There was nothing that should have held him there. And he was stuck. And just that one session um shifted everything for him i mean it, it like lightened everything up for him and he did end up retiring shortly afterwards um and in the belief that yeah but he made the decision i didn't make the decision I, I could just see working with his guides where it came from what was and he did not make that connection until we talked about it out loud but it's it's amazing that's what i was saying like it's amazing just having the awareness of your stuff <laughs> What a shift it can make. 
Right. And for me, it's about um, having the awareness and then being gentle around yourself with that awareness, like mm -hmm. not yeah. being like, oh my God, well, you know, but learning to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I have this stuff. It's coming up again. And yay, I recognized it. And this is kind of bringing up one of the points that we wanted to make sure we talk about, because we're kind of making it clear here, I hope, is that we're intuitively giving you the information, but it's your job to do something with that information. And we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the good and the bad of what to look for in, in, a, in a coach as we go forward. But, but I, I'm, I'm thinking the listeners are kind of getting that point of that we give you the information, but then you have to do the work. Well, and I would actually, um, I would actually back that up a little bit more of, we don't always necessarily even give you the information, but we can see the information and know what questions to ask you mm. to get you to see what we see. Mm. So um, Ginger, I know in your case, you were able to say like, I see this block, blah, blah, blah. But I also do it with my clients where if I see something, if the client can get to that answer themselves that I already see on their own by me asking them questions, it's even more powerful. Yeah. Well, that's I like the way that happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it did. Right. Yeah. yeah. I saw that picture of him at that age and asked what happened at that age. Right. And and it was like, whoa, that's yeah. it. And um, I like the way you said that because when I do shamanic sessions with clients, a lot of times they'll come in and for a shamanic illumination and lost soul retrieval, and they'll come in and they'll be like, I have, uh, you know, I'm having this problem with anger. I'm, I'm really having this problem with anger. And when I tap into them, I'm like, yeah, nope, it's not anger. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know it's something behind there. So then I don't say, yeah, no, it's not anger, it's this you're right. I'll, I'll kind of like, it's almost like unpacking what they think yes. about the anger and getting them to get to the, Oh, that isn't right. Anger, that's fear or whatever. Right. That. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so I like the way you said that. Yeah. I love the yeah. way you said that. I do. Um, I think it's important for people to realize, and it's going to bring us to Jerry, what you just mentioned, which is, you do not want to take the easy road and go to the, um, not that there's anything wrong with that, although I do, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. No but judgment, I'm just, no judgment, no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. <laughs> just an observation, no judgment, John Holland's favorite little tagline. Um, the crystal ball or the fortune teller. Like, it's funny because my husband has also done some intuitive coaching, not with me, because that would be like really Weird. difficult. Yeah. But his thing was, cause he's kind of a type A control. I just want to whatever. And he was like, can you just tell me how it ends? Yes. <laughs> yes. And the coach was like, no, I cannot because this is your work. Your work is to, I'll guide you, but you have to do the work. A good intuitive, a good psychic medium, intuitive healer, whatever you want to call us or who, whatever, everybody has different names for themselves. Our, our job is to, to guide you through your journey, not to give you the answer. Cause the answer is we all die in the end. Okay. <laughs> so, and I always say that to my husband when he's like, I just want to know how it ends. I'm like, it ends with you die. 
Like yeah. I mean, the rest of it is a journey. So don't go looking for the quick fix because unfortunately in this field that we're in, there is no regulation. There is no oversight really. So there are people who really get taken advantage of by people who call themselves psychics and whatever who take advantage of people and um and it's it can be really devastating uh financially everything like it can yeah, be really and we're gonna touch a little bit more on that but i like that the piece there is is that that you know in this society we're used to the society where people come in and it's just like you go to your doctor just give me that pill give me the pill to make it all go away and nobody wants to have to do the work so and we're the ones that kind of make you do the work you know you know what i mean we and we do the work ourselves too right which is and it's not always fun that is for sure it's not always always fun but kathy i like what you said about the journey because that's why we're all here that's, right. that's the joy of being a human, having our human experience. So it's not always, the moments individually are not always joyful, but the process should be. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, we've talked about this in other podcasts as well, is people don't always trust their own intuition. Yeah. So working with an intuitive coach, I think, um, also can bolster because the person deep down does know. I mean, very few yeah. people that come in to see me for an intuitive session don't already know either the answer that they may be asking me for, or they just want some support in their, yeah. um, in their journey. So supporting that um, intuitive piece of everybody individually as well. So have you guys have it? Cause I've definitely had it before where a client come in and they're like, you know, sort of like what your husband was saying, what Pete was saying to his, like, no, just give me the answer. I've had clients come in and get frustrated with me yeah. Yeah. because I'm not telling them first do a, then do B, then do C. And now your life is going to be perfect. And you will like, be prosperous and live long and prosper or whatever that spot. Yeah, right. if only it were that easy. They, right. yeah, and but I've had clients get a little frustrated with me and you do have to be like, that's not how it works. You know, that's not yeah. how it works. You gotta do the work. So sometimes I, when I'll talk to somebody, I'll have clients that have, have called me before and, and like, so are you gonna fix me? So you're gonna fix me? So you can, you can heal this, right? You can heal this. And I'm like, I can give you the tools for you to heal it. I can be your conduit. I can give you the information. I can help you see things clearly. Am I going to, you know, press the easy button and you're like, woohoo, and you get to walk out and, and, and no, I, I can't do that. But it also brings up, you know, free will, man. You have the choice to, to heal yourself. You have the choice to, yeah. to do it yourself. So Ginger, I like what you said about like, um, uh, oh gosh, what did you say? I just lost it. Um, about them. Um, okay. I just like bolstering intuition. Yeah. Like they know they have the intuition they know. So I get, and I think that's wonderful when they come to us and they, and they, it's almost like they need the little backup. They need the, the little, like, and, and so they can leave that session saying, you know, I was right. And, and wow, I should follow my intuition a little bit more. And there's that growing piece for me that I love. Like when I, and it's not that I have to have a client that has like, Oh my God, that aha moment. But when they're like, Oh wow. Oh wow. I didn't even realize I've been doing that my whole life. And then it's like, ah, 
you feel good. Not that you feel good, like, yay, I did it and ego is involved and I give them. You feel good that somebody is leaving this session having expanded a little bit, having and, grown. And feeling empowered. Because I had a reading last week, it was so funny. It was a, a phone reading from somebody that I didn't know. And as I started to, it was an intuitive reading. And as I started to connect with her, I heard she um, already knows the answer. She, she needs to look. And so I said to her before I even like fully connected, I said, this is what I'm hearing. So while I'm connecting and giving you what I'm seeing or getting, um, I want you to do the same. I want you to go inside. Oh, that's awesome. And when I'm done, I want to hear what you have. And so that's what we did. And it turned out at the, at the end, she is an intuitive also. Uh, but she was stuck and she was stuck around a decision. And she said, I just, I'm not, I wasn't sure I was seeing it as clearly. I wanted like backup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a great session, but uh, that's the first time that it, it came at the very beginning. A lot of times it comes during the yeah. reading. You'll know that person does know. That's um, let's talk about that a little bit more actually, because that's a really important piece about we all have intuition and even us who do intuitive work for a living. We all still have, I, I have my own stuff that I'm still working on. And my husband, a lot of times will be like, well, you can do it for other people. You see that, you know, whatever. But it's that whole, like when it comes to our own stuff, the reason that I'm able to do it so easily, I guess is the word for other people is because I'm not attached to the outcome. Exactly. So it is hard when you have intuition and you kind of like ignore it or you know it's there but you don't want to listen because it might not be the answer you want we always say um you know we do our readings and we always say we want to gather information and we want the reading to be for the best and highest good of all well the highest good of all is not always what we want you know i always joke that the um the easiest example of that is i want to eat ice cream every night but that is not what's in my best and highest good <laughs> right. but that doesn't mean i don't want to eat it every night kind of yeah. thing and you, so, you know what that's brilliant because I, you guys know what happened or whatever but it's several weeks ago and i wrote a blog about this i was on a trip from hell and never <laughs> got to where i was going got to me i know and, and oh. yeah i was trying to hook up with kathy somewhere and it was a trip from hell and i I, you know, there were very bad plane rides involved in it. But the, the point of it was that I knew yeah. throughout the entire day of trying to get to Florida that I should not be getting on this plane. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, but I, it was, I was literally going, la, 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 right. and like not listening because I wanted it so badly. I right. wanted to to go and have this great, great mediumship weekend and be with Kathy and, and, and just have a, have a fun, intuitive weekend. I wanted it so bad that I was not listening. Me, this is what I do for a living. And I was blocking out everything. The universe is yelling at you. And the God's universe, whatever you believe in, was literally hitting me over the head with like two by four after two by four after two by four. And it kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I kept just nah, 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 like totally not listening to it. So I think that's just, um, it's brilliant, you know, funny, not funny, as they say, that, you know, like, even me, like, what the heck? And afterwards, when I'm on the phone with Kathy, I, I, I'm like, well, I'm like, this was all about me. Like, I knew I shouldn't have gotten on that plane, you know, like, I knew it. 
and I, and I didn't listen to it. So it even happens to us, which kind of brings up what I had said or touched on a, a second ago was about, we still do our work. When we teach students, we always tell them, you got to do your work. Like if you're stepping into doing, you know, intuitive work of any kind, animal communication, shamanism, Akashic records, you know, intuitive coaching, mediumship, any of that stuff, you, we have to do our own personal work. And I think we each all do. Um, we, we rely on each other to help us out intuitively. And we go to, I go to a Reiki master every month and, and stuff like that. So we, we still do our own work. It's so important because of that journey piece that you guys were talking about. And, and doing our own work too is also about, you know, um, doing the hard stuff that doesn't, always feel good or isn't what we want it to be but uh trying to to evolve ourselves and i don't care what industry you're in everybody should do your work if i've learned nothing else from the hours i've spent with brian weiss is if you don't do your work in this life you are going to come back in the next life and be repeating yeah. the same lesson and yeah. um having done several past life regressions on myself i'm like can i just be done lesson <laughs> yeah 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 and I, lesson and i think with us doing our own personal work it makes us better able to help our clients do our work because right. we recognize things like oh yeah oh yeah i know what that is oh yeah i i know what that is um so yeah and, i think, the thing I think that's around around the doing your work is you can go to a to a intuitive coach and be like should I quit my job? Should I, should I get a new job somewhere? You know, I have this other job opportunity and it's like, but if you don't do your work around it, then whatever you, whatever job you go to next, you're going to be having the same issues. It's not yeah. because it's not the, it's like you are the common denominator in whatever you've got going on. And no matter what boyfriend you get or what, um, what job you get or whatever, if you're not doing your work, it's, you're going to just, you might see a different iteration of the right. issues that you're yeah. dealing with, but you're still going to be dealing with the issues. It's like what law in the law of attraction and the study of law of attraction. It's like, you know, if you don't clean up your stuff, you're just taking it with you. Right. You know, so it's like, like you just said from job to job or from, I, it's not working for me living here. So I'm going to move there. Well, if you do, you don't clean up your stuff, you're just taking it with you. So same well, stuff, maybe in a slightly lifetime, right? different iteration. In lifetime to lifetime, absolutely. Gender. Lifetime to lifetime. Yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about like what we we said um, about the good and the the bad? Because um, that was another article that that Kathy had sent, um, and it was it was about how there are. You know, we're talking about how in a session we give you the tools to heal yourself and to move forward and to have those realizations. But but there are people that want to come to a psychic to say, again, just tell me how to do it. And there are intuitive people out there, psychic people out there that, that are like, yeah, charging you money to give you the pill. I'm using air quotes here. I know you can't see me, but, you know, of just do this, do this, do this. Um, yeah, so anyone who, so I, for me, the warn the the like the warning flags would be anyone who gives you the answer, 
yeah. or says you need to, you know, get rid of this person or do this or whatever um, would be a red flag for me. The other red flag for me personally, I think the three of us are all in alignment with this is the whole, like, you have demons you need to get rid of. Like you have yeah. bad spirits around. I, I am very much a, um, through, through every buddy that I've studied with, I am very much a believer in, um, there, there are not demons and bad spirits there. Um, yes, yeah. it's, it's just not my understanding and my belief of how it works. Yeah. So I personally would really stay away from that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or the people that are like, you know, you'll go to a psychic and yeah, they'll give you, okay, so you need to go out and I know this sounds far-fetched, but it's out there. So now you need to, um, you know, whatever, get a bundle of, you know, rose hips and light it on fire during the full moon, um, three full moons in a row, and then bring back to me the tail of a newt or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and do that and come back to me two weeks from now, and then two weeks from now, and then two weeks from now. And I know that sounds like I'm being really far-fetched and I'm making stuff up, but oh my God, it exists. It happens. Yeah. It's funny. Um, so our Joe, our, our mediumship mentor always jokes about um, that people sage to get rid of bad energies. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not dissing saging your house. I sage whatever. all the time. Just saying. Right. So, yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, his. It's not to get rid of bad it's not to get rid demons. of bad energies. It's not it's to get rid of demons. Sage was was burned by what the Native Americans, right, to bring in energy. Yes. So, and you know, the there is no bad or good energy. It's energy. It's energy. And it's, yeah. It's just energy. That's cool. So, yeah. That's cool. Ginger, do you have any experiences with... Um... I had a terrible experience when I was younger, and I don't remember how I found this woman, but I went for a... I, she was doing cards, some type of oracle cards, and I don't re really remember anything except for this huge piece was my mother had passed away. So I was probably in my early 30s, maybe. And you were a client to someone? I was a client, okay. and yeah. I went to an intuitive, and I think she was doing cards, and she was doing a reading for me. And I, I must have told her that my mother passed because I don't think it came up that way. And she told me my mother was stuck and mm -hmm. that um, if I gave her, and it was like hundreds of dollars. Oh, oh my God. God. Do this. I was so freaked out that I stopped the reading and I left. I, I said, you know, I'm not, I don't buy any of this. I got this. Wow, good for you. Oh, good for you. Um, and I, I left, I said, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't, you know, I, I would know that I was just creeped out. Yeah. Uh, but I thought afterwards, I probably should have reported her to somebody. I, I didn't even know enough of that, but you know, it still bothers me all these years later. Cause how many people behind me may have paid her thinking, Oh my God, my yep. poor child or parent is stuck and she's going to help me. I, I thought, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. anybody who asks you for, payment to solve an issue yeah. run run yeah. and i'm going to i am going to just caveat what you just said with um people who use tarot or oracle or whatever cards it's not that she was using cards that was the issue no it no. was because right. you know, plenty of people who use 
cards during sessions, but it's, it's, it's about the, I can help someone's dead mother's energy get unstuck. If you give me money. No, that's, Here's right. another thing that something you said, Ginger, spurred onto me. We, and I know that we, the three of us do this. I want, as we want, as little information as possible going into a reading, like an animal communication reading, an intuitive reading. Um, we don't want you telling me all about your animal or all about the issues going on in your life, because for us, less information is 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 more, less is more, that's more powerful because now we know that we're getting it from our psychic senses as opposed to left brain coming in and attaching to something that you told us. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if you're saying, you know, oh, you know, I even like, for example, when I'm doing like an animal, and I know we're talking about intuitive readings, but it's the same thing when I'm doing an animal communication, I don't want people telling me what breed of dog Right. It is because I know about a breed of dog. So if somebody comes in for an intuitive coaching session and, and they come in and say, I just lost my mother. And then before two months before that, I lost my father and I'm really in this horrible, sad place. And I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, like too much information. Funny story here. And I don't know if we've talked about this in past episodes, but Kathy and I have actually sent each other emails because we'll have a client that sends an email that's like three pages long with all this information Kathy sent me an email once and said, can you read this and tell me if there's something in here I need to know? Like, yeah, in other words, my thing we don't like, want all that information. So if you're going to a psychic or an intuitive coach or whatever that's saying, you know, fill out all these forms before you go or tell me about what's going on before you go, I, you know, for me, that's a little bit of a red flag because yeah. then what are you doing intuitively or, or psychically it feels like you're just feeding off that may just be my opinion no I don't think it is I think I think any any reputable psychic medium intuitive whatever you want to call us um would say the same thing less yeah. is more and if they are asking you questions I mean there are times when you have to ask a question but if someone's asking you question after question it's you know it's fishing they're looking fishing. for um for answers from you to help bolster them but yeah it's funny and it's you know i know i know what particular email you're talking about yeah and it's like when someone <laughs> sends me a you know and it's you can tell it's like three pages and when i said is there anything i need to know like at the end did she say oh and i need to reschedule my appointment like i yeah. i can't even read it because it's and it's TMI, you know. way too much information. And I tell you, I'll be in a reading itself. We talk to students about this all the time when they're like, oh, my client was talking, talking, talking. And I'm like, you got to tell them to shut up. Right. You know, you got to tell them to, and you don't have to be rude about it. And they're like, well, how do you do that? What I say is I say, no, 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 no. I said, less information is more, and it's going to give you a more powerful reading because right. I'm no. going to be more confident Right. That I know that I'm getting the information in the way I'm supposed to be getting the information. What were you going to say, Ginger? I was going to say, having said all of that, um, when somebody comes in for an intuitive reading, you do need some context. So yeah. somebody sits in front of me, you know, basically, why are you here? What do yes. you want for yes. a session? And so sometimes people will come in and, and say, you know, I need a, I, I, I have an opportunity to make a job change and I'm stuck. Okay. 
That's right. all I need. And that's right. all I you need. I have it. Yeah. Because you kind of need to know what area we're working on. Because I've had people, I had, and this was a psychic fair, so it's a little bit different, but I had somebody sit down at a psychic fair I did and I asked her, was she wanted an intuitive reading? And she said, oh, just tell me whatever comes up. <laughs> like, well, do you want a direction? Or, yeah, right. Do you I mean, want it, it was like pulling teeth because I, do you want it personally? Or are you having yeah. a health issue? Like, what do you want me to look at? Because otherwise, I could tell you your personality or things that pop up because I'm connecting. But it, I didn't feel like there was anything powerful in yeah. what we talked no, about. No, that's a great point. Because, yes, we do ask a little bit. You obviously yeah. have to, you know, um, ask. Yeah, you know, you it's like in an animal communication. An yeah, you wouldn't want to make an appointment with a coach and be like well, i don't know just what comes up yeah exactly i don't know it's usually like okay exactly and i like that question that you said ginger why did you i say what led you to create the appointment and i always say without going into detail right what led you to create the appointment if they say well i was going to die, blah, 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 you know right. like and and you know is it family is it is it family yeah. is it you know stuff like that yeah super super Cool. So anything else we want to add to that? I thought that was I'm gonna just go back to um trusting your own gut. And yeah. um this happened to me not it wasn't in an intuitive, although it's happened to me many times with intuitive, but um I was looking for a counselor and uh, to do to do some personal work. And I went on, it was a like sort of a practitioner website for um uh for counseling. And I looked at everybody, I was reading bios, but one jumped out at me. Um, and she jumped out of me a few, I went on the site a few times before I actually decided to, to go forward. Um, and so I trusted my gut and if she was a perfect match for me, we didn't have to work together that long. I mean, it just was awesome. So I would say to people, when you are looking for coaching or an intuitive, um, or really anything, um, see if you can uh, sort of tap into yourself. What is drawing you to this particular website, to this particular person? Um, I, I would first always trust my gut in making a decision on choosing somebody. Yeah. I think it, I think that's such a great message, Ginger. And I think if it, I think for me, the whole point of us doing this podcast is for people to realize, holy crap, I have really strong intuition that I've been ignoring because we all have it. We're all born with it. Yeah. And we, we shut it down over the course of our lives, but absolutely intuition for you're drawn to someone or intuition for you start a session with someone and you go, mm, this doesn't feel right. right. Listen, listen to that right. and don't, don't get yourself in farther because even, even if <laughs> it goes against what you really want to do, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you got to listen to it. And you also got to trust. We like that piece that we said before, you also got to trust when I wasn't listening to my intuition, the universe was amping up. Oh yeah. The, the, the blows to the head, so to speak. You know what I mean? We call it a two by four to the head that every time I kind of, you know, pushed it away, it got bigger. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so that other piece is there. Even if you got to listen to your gut, you got to listen to your intuition, even if it's really making you do something or pointing you in the direction of doing something that you really don't want to do or keeping you from the thing that you really do want to do. Because it can push you in a different direction. I'll tell you a quick funny story is I was looking, um, cause I was interested in maybe looking at mediumship, but not at the level you guys have been pursuing just to, you know, can I do it? You know, yeah. whatever. 
And uh, there was an intuitive that jumped out at me, same premise. She just, I just drawn to her picture, whatever. And so I thought she was holding a class to learn how to do mediumship. And it seemed um, like my kind of thing, you know, it was just eight, eight weeks or whatever, you know, whatever it was. And so I emailed her and I said, I'm an animal communicator and I am an intuitive, but I've never done mediumship with this be a good class for me. And she said, um, yeah, you know, I'd love to, because I had met her once before. I'd love to have you come in and whatever. Well, I get to the class. It was not a class on mediumship. I don't know what I read, but I was so drawn to her. It was a class on, it was business. It was more mm. amping up your skills and your business. Um, and I met a whole new group of people and it took my business in a different direction. And that's been a huge thing for you. Yes. It, yes. It, it, this is not the first time it's happened to me where yeah. I read something and I think it's one thing and I'm drawn to it and I go that way and I'm like, holy, holy crap, this is not what I thought it was, yeah. but this is exactly what I need. Yeah. So trusting that gut is huge. And again, in law of attraction, we, we call it like that path lighting up for you. That's your intuition. That's like, you know, like if you stay open to it and you don't fight it, that, that you know, the phone rings at the right time or you run into somebody in the grocery store or like Ginger, you see an article about or, or whatever, I want to go to this class or, or something like that. That's what that's all about. And that brings us around to what we said. It's the journey. Right. Yeah. Take these things, follow your gut. If you follow that in those intuitive hits, your life is going to be so awesome compared so to if you're fighting it or not look, not following it or looking for the pill or looking for somebody else to make it better. And when I say looking for the pill, you all know that I mean, you know, looking for somebody to fix it, give you something to, to fix it or whatever. It is and all then about that. You might not have to send it text to your husband from a plane saying honey i hope our plane actually lands yeah you know you should all go read the blog because it is actually a really funny story that was at 1 30 in the morning saying honey we're not going to make it i love you from a plane and, i'm just and it saying was not, it was not funny at the time but god i love funny it. Um, i love that you can laugh about it now because it it was not funny it was time. not funny but it was you know now it is and if you can look back on it too like okay Nothing ended up bad happening other than terror in the night sky, <laughs> you know, like to make right. a bad movie title, um, you know, but I met some amazing people, right? you know, in that day, I had a wonderful car ride at 4 a.m. home <laughs> through the state of North Carolina so I didn't have to get back on a plane with these amazing people. And we laughed and we joked and we hugged at the end of it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's always that that thing um yeah there was good yeah. that came the journey up. right there was, it was the journey you know what i mean when i finally listened to my <laughs> intuition and said okay we're renting a car you know what i mean and you know finally after a while so anyway that was an awesome discussion i i really like that and i mean i i it makes me feel i know this is going to sound cheesy but it makes me feel really good um that we're we're we really want to put things out there for everybody that's listening to help them, yeah. you know, to help them move forward in their lives, to help them know what to look for when they're looking for help, et cetera. So um, this was a, I really like this one um, for me. So Kathy had a great idea at the beginning of this. If you listen to our last week's episode with Tim Wallace, um, medical intuitive, um, we decided to enact those um, questions. We stole it total, total transparency from the Inside the Astor Studio show, which is a, a really cool show. But at the end, 
they ask all their celebrities, um, you two better be thinking about who you're going to, because <laughs> I don't know, you know which one we're going to. They ask all their celebrities a, a series of questions here, and Kathy made a really good point, and I had been thinking about it too. Well, gosh, we should all three ask these. So hopefully over the next couple of, of episodes, we will do this. So who wants the questions? Who wants to answer them? Kathy, it was your choice. Your, your... So I'll, I'll answer the questions, but I do want to give Krista Tippett from On Being. So actually the first question that you asked him, the what was your spiritual upbringing like, yes. is actually from the podcast called On Being with Krista okay. Tippett. And she's awesome. a NPR person. So okay, cool. And then awesome. the rest are from <clears throat> inside the actor studio. The actor okay, studio. so we're gonna go with Kathy today, and then we'll do Ginger and I um, in in episodes coming forward. So, um, Kathy, what was your religious or spiritual upbringing like? So I was brought up uh, Roman Catholic, Italian household. Uh, you know, grandparents off the boat from Italy, and um, all the things big yeah i refer to myself as a recovering catholic now <laughs> yeah, that's awesome my I'm answer is my answer is going to be exactly the same yeah, yeah. um okay that's because we are the same person different hair exactly that's <laughs> right. say that. same person different hair and now ginger is kind of getting in there too so yeah we're gonna yes one of these days we are going to be the same person if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive who would you choose that's such a hard one you know what's so funny is it is a hard question um I would have dinner with my grandfather um, oh. when he when he passed away in 2003. It was one of those. My grandmother had just gone into a nursing home because she had had a stroke and she was she was not well. And my grandfather was 92, but he was, um, you know, for a 92 year old, he was good. But he had had since he was 70 when he was 70 when they discovered he had a um an aneurysm on his aorta so it's really interesting i'm looking out my window right now and there is a hawk that's just started circling it's like hi no grandpa. coincidences hey grandpa um, <laughs> and it's one of those the the day that my father called to tell me my grandfather had died i remember saying you mean grandma right and it was one of those oh. I never got to say goodbye. So I would love to just have the opportunity to talk to him again. So even though I know he's around me all the time, I get that, but it's not the same as like sitting, sitting at a cup of tea in front of you. you know, and, and, and they had the, um, they had those, uh, God, you guys will know what I'm talking about and I'm going to date myself, but the, uh, the kitchen table with like, it was like yellow for Micah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Micah with Micah. the, like the pleather chair yes yep. with the oh my god and i just you know I, the little sparkles in the formica yeah yep. and he used and he used to um he used to use like mrs salt instead of real salt it was like a salt substitute and i just remember like it was always on the table it's just the weirdest like it's the weirdest things you remember but but i wouldn't give to sit at his um at his kitchen table again so Okay, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, um, you know, if I could get over the whole bodily fluids and stuff, I, I would probably have loved to have been a nurse, um, yeah. but I couldn't, I can't yeah. deal with any bodily fluids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with, I'm fine with blood as long as it's contained, but like, 
everything else no my kids will tell you like i used to be like clean up after yourself I'm yeah not. so nurse would not be the, the uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what profession would you not like to do <laughs> anything um, with bodily fluids <laughs> you know it's really interesting i used to think when I was a kid, I was a typical kid that loved animals and I always thought I'd want to be a veterinarian. But now knowing what I know about how hard that profession is with the heartache and everything else, I, I think that um, it's a weird answer, but I don't think I could deal with it. And then I don't think I could deal with the people either. <laughs> right, 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 okay. The, what was the last one? If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh gosh. Okay. I forgot about this question. So I'm going to have to come up with this off the top of my head. Um, wow. That took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good it's about time you got here <laughs> oh my god that's a good one <laughs> cool all right everybody thank you so very much hey can you guys still hear me because i know i'm frozen on the screen yes yeah, we can hear you. yeah yeah isn't that a lovely face that i'm frozen at on the screen <laughs> <laughs> okay so thank you guys so much everybody this was a great episode I, like i said i really loved um that we were able to kind of put things out there for you guys to hopefully help you a little bit there um, and as always, thank you for listening. You know that you can find us on our website at thepsychicwives.com, and we are currently updating that website, so that it's going to have a little bit more um, information for you and links and stuff like that for you. So that's kind of in the works. So look for that coming up. And you can also find us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives, and you can also find us um, on Apple Podcasts by just searching uh, The Psychic Wives. Uh, yeah, the second wise. Also, when you look at on our Facebook page, you can definitely find a link in a lot of the posts that we have there to that podcast. And please, 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 if you like us, tell us you like us on the Apple Podcast. We need affirmation. <laughs> yeah, validation. Not that we really do, because we love just sitting here talking with each other anyway. But um, uh, yeah, and again, on that Facebook page or on the website, you can comment. So you can tell us what's working and you can tell us or ask us any questions. And also you can give us topics. We'll talk about anything. Um, so go ahead and give us topics there um, that you want to hear about or questions about something that you heard about in the past. So thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.